0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the first episode of Mindset Adventures. Uh, this is a podcast which is going to uh, have some interviews with interesting people and a mixture of uh, mindset and ideas to help you think differently in your life. So, episode one is going to look at courage, fear, and confidence. And I'm going to start with a quote: "Courage." is rightly esteemed the first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees all others fear is a reaction courage is a decision now that was by sir winston churchill someone who knew all about adversity and courage and fears and having a back to the wall but stepping through and pushing on and getting things done so what's the definition of courage So courage means to be afraid, yet acting anyway. Fear describes a state, not an action, whereas courage describes an action. Courage is strength in the face of pain or grief. It's doing something that frightens you. Courage and confidence are not the same thing. Confidence is a feeling. Courage is a choice. If we avoid the hard stuff and refuse to face our fears until we feel confident, we will only become more uncertain. And why is that? Well, because when we procrastinate or run away and hide, we just feel more and more fear, insecurity and self-doubt. So the definition of confidence is belief in oneself and one's powers or abilities. Assurance. It's really difficult to get assurance. Assurance means that you almost know the outcome that it'll be all right, that you could definitely get through it. But how would you know your boundaries if you haven't tried to push it? Enter courage. The definition of courage, the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without fear. The first step is always the hardest. Courage allows you to take that step. Now confidence means that you have certainty in yourself, the situation or the outcome, whereas courage implies an act done despite a lack of sureness. In many ways, courage is a prerequisite before confidence. If confidence is needing something to base off of one's judge, one's judge, judge one's abilities, then courage is what's needed first to get that initial experience. Courage is thriving under certainty, whilst confidence is the assessment afterwards. In other words, you can't get to confidence without the courage to try something for the first time. Confidence is is a result, not a requirement. And we spend a lot of time seeking more confidence. We wait to feel confident before we take action. This is a mistake, because we will never feel confident until we try and succeed, or fail and try again before we get it right. Either is fine. If we wait for confidence to begin something, we might end up waiting for a very long time, or forever. Which is why courage is more important than confidence. When you're operating out of courage, you are saying that no matter how you feel about yourself, or your opportunities, or the outcome, you're going to take a risk and take a step towards what you want. You're not waiting for the confidence to mysteriously arrive. So while we often think of courage in terms of physical bravery, risking life and limb to save a child from a burning building, etc., we also call upon this quality in moral and social situations. We face situations that demand courage every single day. And these situations provide us with choices and the way we respond to those choices determines our future. Most people think that courage is the absence of fear and that is not true. All people experiencing, experience fear including those who are brave and the cowardly ones, but it's the way they handle their fears that either makes them appear brave or cowardly. Fear is the emotion that tells you that you should stop here, whilst courage is the emotion that tells you that you must keep going, even if you're afraid. And when it comes to dealing with fear, we often go about it all wrong. Instead of seeing fear as bad and trying to get rid of it when it arises, We can choose to accept fear as part of the process of change and instead practice courage. This choice can help you to feel more emotionally resilient as you make life changes or go after your big dreams. Many of the confident people you see around you aren't people who are fearless but they are the ones who learned how to conquer their fears and keep moving forwards. There is nobody who is brave who has not learnt to be and to some extent that's the human experience. Part of the growing up process is learning to face what troubles us. We often let fear dictate our decisions though. However, living a courageous life is one of the best ways to find success in business and in life in general. You can choose courage or you can choose comfort. You can't choose both. I'm just going to say that again. You can choose courage or you can choose comfort. You cannot choose both. To become the person you most need to be, and create the life that you most yearn to live, you must be willing to do the things that scare you, again and again and again. There is no magic formula to forever liberate you from fear, nor would it serve you if there was. Courage requires the vulnerability, the risk-taking, being open and accepting no guarantees. Whilst it's true that courage isn't the absence of fear, your ability to act in its presence is very much contingent on your ability to suppress and control this emotion. The lower and less paralysing your fear is, the more you'll be able to step through it to take action. The skill of courage, therefore, consists largely in developing your capacity to manage your fears. Courage isn't something you're just born with, it's a quality that can be deliberately developed. As Robert Biswas puts it in the courage quotient, courage is a habit, it is a practice and it's a skill that can be learned. So why do we need courage? Well, you need courage to begin something. When you begin something, there is a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty about the outcome or the consequences, uncertainty about the environment you're working in, uncertainty about whether you will be able to garner the support you need, uncertainty about the response of others. The uncertainty is always there, it's a given. However, our mind usually responds with fear. And these uncertainties give rise to fear of failure, fear of loss, fear of rejection, fear of looking foolish, fear of being alone, all those things that I'm sure all of us have felt at some point. Courage is the secret source that allows you to act to despite your fears. All human beings experience fear at some points through their lives. While it's completely okay to feel afraid during certain situations in your life, you must take serious actions to build courage if your fears are preventing you to reaching your goals. Courage helps us grow and give, and it really is available to all of us. Though courage is often thought of as an inborn character trait, it's actually a way of being and a practice that can be learned for coping with difficulty. In other words, courage can become a habit. It's not a state. It's an action that you need to practice every day. It's a habit, a muscle that you can exercise. Now, most of us aren't born courageous, so we shouldn't expect to magically acquire it without practice. As Brene Brown writes in her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, courage is a habit, a virtue. You get it by courageous acts. It's like you learn to swim by swimming. You learn courage by couraging. It's important to note that courage is not something you do once in a while. There are times when you need to be courageous in an important moment, but the real change will come from the things you do every day. When you continue to practice everyday courage, something really amazing happens. your confidence increases, you'll also find yourself no longer defaulting to fear. So here's four strategies that you can use for dealing with fear and moving closer to courage. Number one, access your body. Fear shows up in the body. Sweaty palms, sick feeling in your stomach, vague sense of discomfort, tension. Once our bodies head into fear mode, we need a way to recognise the signs and work with what the feelings are telling us. So using focused breathing or body scans, uh, both practices which are associated with mindful meditation can really help us tune into our body's sensations without trying to change them or judge them. In this way, we can access our fear without rejecting it or being pulled into an old fear routine. And that leaves us freer to better identify the source of the fear and then pursue the things we want in life. Number two, listen without attachment. Many of us who are stuck in fear have this inner critic which constantly feeding us misinformation about our abilities and telling us we're doomed to fail. Often we're not even aware of that voice or if we are aware of it we try strategies to quiet it or get rid of it, suppress it. Like ignoring it entirely, placating it by trying to do things perfectly so there won't be anything for the critic to focus on or attacking it directly by saying to ourselves I'm not going to listen to you, shut up and leave me alone. Now, while these strategies can give us temporary relief, they don't actually make the critic go away. Instead, we need to reframe the voice as part of ourselves that's trying to get our attention and learn to listen to it. Number three, reframing limiting stories. As humans, we make meaning out of our experiences by telling stories to ourselves about how the world operates and how we see it. But here's the important part. Those stories might not be objectively true. Rather than seeing reframing as a Pollyanna approach that bypasses very real challenges in the world, reframing is about emotion regulation. It stops you from ruminating about what's going wrong to the point of giving up. And reframing need not be wildly optimistic. For example, instead of saying, I can't, you might say, I'm at least willing to try. Uh, This is too overwhelming, can become, let me slow down, take it one step at a time, and I'll get through this. This reframing process, which involves positive self talk, can help you see results in your life, including a greater sense of capability, more positive emotion, and optimism, which in turn lead to greater resilience. And number four, create community. To truly live courageous lives, we need like minded people around us who are also trying to honour the values of courage. Creating courageous communities gives us the support to face challenges. Now, sometimes our stories get in our way and we need people who are doing similar work to help us see where we're getting stuck or what we're truly capable of. So here's some other ways to be more courageous. One of the first steps uh, is acknowledging the fact that you lack courage in the first place. You can't begin to build courage unless you have the self-awareness and recognition that the fact that you don't have it. In order to become more courageous, you must be open and honest about your fears. And this means being open and honest with yourself, as well as with others that are close to you. And when it comes to being honest with yourself, it is important to face the facts. What are you most afraid of? Why are you afraid of that particular object, person or event? What are some things that you can do to overcome this fear? Notice that every time you do something that you're scared to do, something your body is telling you not to do, You'll start to realise that you do these things all the time. You're already much braver than you think. Focus on the people or the cause you're standing up for. It's much easier to be courageous on behalf of others than it is for your own sake. We all have the potential to be brave. You have to have a goal or a cause and if it means enough, you will strengthen. Find courage in numbers. Much easier to act in the company of even one other person who feels the way you do. The hardest thing in the world is to dissent on your own. Sometimes you'll have to go it alone, of course, but often it's not necessary. Find role models of quietly courageous people. In moments of hesitation, those times when your feelings of doubt and worry creep in, you have a critical opportunity. It's the opportunity to seize the five-second window and practice everyday courage. You can either take courageous action or you can submit to your feelings of self-doubt. It's up to you. When you practice everyday courage, you feel proud, powerful, build authentic pride in yourself and create real confidence. Taking action on something that you hate is courageous. It may not seem like it, but it is. It's courageous to do something that frightens you. And in a lot of situations, we're afraid to change things because we're unsure what the alternative is. Turn your big obstacle into a small obstacle. Let go of the people holding you back. Think of yourself less. The more you think about yourself, the more scared you get about acting. Egocentrism ratchets up fear and makes your performance go down. When you focus on how you're doing and how you're feeling, when you believe everyone is watching you, you get self-conscious. And when you get self-conscious, you get paralysed and awkward. The more you shift your focus outward, the more courageous you'll feel. Focus on other people's feelings instead of your own. Rather than thinking about how you're coming off to someone new you're talking to, think about how she's doing or they're doing. Are they having a good time? What can you do to put them at ease? Think about the consequences of not being courageous. You can train your brain to make more courageous decisions by increasing your exposure to whatever it is you're afraid of. This, in turn, boosts your confidence as well. So by gathering more data on the thing you're afraid of, you gradually decrease its hold on you. It's important to build self-confidence as a foundation for your courage, so that even if you are unsure of the outcome and acting in spite of your fear, you at least have the sureness of yourself required to power through with resilience and strength. Learn how to rebound from failure. When it comes to being more courageous, facing your fears is not enough. While this is certainly important, it is also important to understand that you will face setbacks from time to time. You may try to face your fears and fail. Just because you fail doesn't mean you should give up though. You need to learn how to accept failure as well as rebound from it accordingly. The phrase failing forward springs to mind. Surround yourself with courageous people. One of the easiest ways to gain courage is to hang out with more courageous people. They say that you are who you associate with. The more time you spend with people, the more your personality morphs into one. You tend to exhibit similar characteristics and share similar interests. If you're looking to become more courageous, what's a better way to gain courage than to hang out with those who exude this asset? So one of the rules you must understand about fear and courage is that the more you run from a certain fear, the more that fear will grow. The fastest way to become confident and end your fears is to face it. Courage is acting in the face of fear. Therefore, if there's no fear, there's no courage. And confidence doesn't just occur. It is a skill, one that's built through repeated acts of everyday courage. Dale Carnegie once advised people to do the thing they fear as the quickest way to conquer fear. Embrace your vulnerability. People who live fear-based lives often have little or no confidence in themselves. If you feel afraid of other people seeing who you are, open up and become more vulnerable. It's hugely powerful. Be comfortable doing things that you know are right but that others may scoff at. Admit you have fears. In addition to opening yourself up to others, admit you have fears. Identifying what you're truly afraid of gives you the information you need to overcome the fears and securities. Face your fears. Exposing yourself to your fears is a great way to overcome a phobia or fear. People who are afraid of snakes often change their minds after handling snakes with the help of a trained professional. People who are afraid of flying can take uh, fear of flying programs and go through a, uh, a method that helps you to get to the place where you can get on that plane. Cope with risk and uncertainty. You can conquer your fears by learning to deal with life's uncertainties and tame your inner critic. We all have a voice inside our head that says, who are you to do that? You're not good enough. What will people say if you fail? Try instead by saying, thank you very much. I know you're trying to protect me. Now, be quiet. I'm going to take the risk anyway. Exercise 20 seconds of insane courage. In the movie, We Bought a Zoo, Matt Damon's character tells his son, who's struggling to share his feelings with a girl he likes, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you, something great will come of it. Fear can seem overwhelming if you think you're going to have to experience it for days or hours. But everyone can face the fear for just 20 seconds, or even less. Oftentimes, you just have to take one simple action. Knock down that first domino, and that sets the whole course of things in motion. That can literally be all it takes to change the entire contour of your life. Everyday acts of courage to practice and celebrate. Apologise. It takes courage to admit when you're wrong. It's a bold act to admit when you make a mistake. Apologising takes you out of your comfort zone and enhances your relationships. That's big. Be yourself. Don't imitate anyone. Take off your mask. Allow yourself to become vulnerable. Share your flaws with others. See perfection in your imperfections. Who you are is a gift to the world. Allow yourself to shine. Take responsibility. You are where you are in life because of the choices you make. If you don't like what you see, change it. One question I ask myself often is, is this the life that I actually want to create? If you don't exercise, make a change. If you need to get out of debt, spend less. Responsibility brings freedom. Keep your commitments. Write down everything you say you're going to do. Write down the promises you make to others. When you keep your promises, you build self-respect. Others respect you as well. Rock the boat. Speak up. Make a difference. Share your feelings when you witness an injustice. Practice sharing your opinion. Don't allow someone to take advantage of you and learn to say no. Refuse to hold back when your gut says to move forward let go of the past stop wallowing over what could have been and forgive yourself forgive your parents forgive everyone what happened is over unless you keep it alive by reliving it in your mind when we know better we do better it takes courage to move on grow learn something new step into the unknown change the way you do things it doesn't matter if you get it right the first time try again give yourself permission to be a beginner Seize the opportunity and growth brings new opportunities. Listen. Listen to people who disagree with you. Listen to family members who think you're wrong. Listen to the elderly person in the coffee shop. Listen when you only want to speak and give advice. Listen and thank the other person for sharing. Help others. Help someone who doesn't help you. Help others when you don't have the time. Help someone who can't pay you back. Help someone when you are the one needing help. Learn to be of service. That's why we're here. Love. Turn the other cheek. Overlook annoyances. Be kind to each other. Be truthful. Accept differences. Spend time together. Act like a loving person. You can love difficult people as well. Forgive them and wish them the best. Let them go with love. Practice gratitude. Count your blessings and tell the people in your life thank you. Be grateful for the people you love and for the people who love you. Choose to be happy. Make a decision that you will think happy thoughts. Speak kind words and spend time doing things that bring you joy. Have a good attitude. See the glass half full. Look at the bright side. Expect the best. Choose to focus on what is good. Learn from your mistakes. Reflect on what went wrong and what you could have done better. Look for your lesson and choose to grow forwards. Be gentle with yourself, though, and make a new plan. Try again, but refuse to give up. Relax. In our intense and fast-paced world, it's easy to feel like you're missing out or being left behind. You do too much, you work too much, and you miss the joy of everyday living. It's really bold to step back, take a break and relax. Follow your dreams. Take action daily towards your goals. Ask for help, network, research, plan, take more action. Adjust your plans as you go along and be open to something even better. Never give up, adjust, push on. Enjoy the small things. Take time to revel in a flower blossoming the taste of a glass of cold water the different shades of green a child's smile or an elderly person's worn hands enjoy the smell of clean clothes and the taste of a fresh slice of bread enjoy a brisk walk a quiet morning or a starfield night go the extra mile allow someone to go in front of you in traffic or at the uh, supermarket do more than what is required of you at work and at home hold a door open surprise someone but don't keep score Leave a big tip and help someone believe the world is a generous place. Ask for help. When you're stuck, addicted or unhappy, seek professional help. Hire a coach, a therapist or join a support group. When you're overwhelmed at work, ask for assistance. When you don't understand something, ask for an explanation. Put family and friends before stuff. If you value your loved ones, make them a priority in your work and life. Work less, but play more. Laugh, create traditions and rituals, find hobbies and activities that everyone enjoys, and have fun. Experiences bring more meaning than needless shopping. Love yourself, accept your imperfections, be your own best friend, show yourself compassion, understanding and respect. This is the most courageous act of all. So here's a few questions you can ask yourself to inspire courage. Tell me about a time in your life when you were brave. What was true about that time in your life? How could you call on your courage in this situation? What would being brave look like? What good might come from being courageous in this situation? How prepared do you feel to face this fear? What simple steps could you take to practice dealing with this fear? So in summary, you don't need to be the hero that goes boldly into war, but you can make changes in your life to your situation better for the future. It's easy to recognise courage in big situations, but most of the time it's the little situations in our life that require that courage. So by being courageous with the insignificant choices in life, you build the strength you'll need to face the massive ones. What are you putting off today as you wait to feel more confident? And what would help you muster the courage to get something important started? Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. There will be more to come in the future. Take care.